everybody! This is uh, also the game, and I'm here. Here, I'm Brandon. And I'm Dylan. I'm Cintron. And uh, this is also, also the, the game. game. <laughs> uh, we're basically a podcast based around internet culture, video games, all the stuff that geeks and nerds care about. The internet sensations. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're... This is the pilot episode, so we're still kind of trying to figure out the show ourselves, so bear very, with us. Very yes. new. <laughs> we're kind of new to this whole thing. But uh, now that we got introductions out of the way, I figure we should jump right into a story. Okay, the first story we have here today is Moots at TED. Alright, so those of you who don't know, TED is this big internet thing and where Moots. they broadcast these conferences where people come in and they talk, and it's all about like everything you can imagine from music to the mind etc. And Moot is the founder of 4chan, which is a very popular English language yes, image board. If you've never seen 4chan, don't <laughs> for one, because it's basically where Troll. all the horrible people of the internet <laughs> go to go live out their existence. I'm a uh, frequent visitor. And <laughs> so Moot is basically the guy, he's the guy who founded it. And uh, he got to talk at you TED, which is pretty cool. You're basically yourself a horrible person, by the way. <laughs> he, he got to talk at TED, which is pretty cool because it shows that how influential he really is as a person. Because all these people know computers, they know what they're doing, so they can ha they hack if they want to, and they really just can get in to anything and take it over because they are so influential. There are so many people who visit this in image board. I think the number I heard from Moot that was most recent was that they had 3 million unique visitors per month. Well, Moot did win the most influential person in the world. By a vote, which was rigged by the people from 4chan. <laughs> but that shows how influential they are. It shows how influential they are that they managed to rig a vote so that Moot would win. And, and it would also they, say... And the t first letter of each person who won spelled out Marble Cake, also the game. Which was pretty funny, because they're <laughs> both internet memes, and that was pretty fun. So, he's speaking at Moot, and basically he talks about being how being anonymous was good, and how it could really let people say what they wanted to say without worrying about being judged by anyone or anything like that. So, he talked about that. He talked about the Dusty the Cat thing, which was where... Dusty was this cat who was abused by his owner, and the owner posted videos onto 4chan. <laughs> we have a little uh, power malfunction with a laptop here, but <laughs> running frantically around trying to find trying to charge a laptop here. here. I'm but, sorry about that, guys. Oh, Dusty the update. cat was. <laughs> Dusty the cat was a cat that was abused, and My 4chan searched this guy, and they found who found out who this guy was, and we are never going to be respected as a serious <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, once again, we are new to this. So. It, it's our first episode. It's our first episode. This is just a pilot. We're, and, we're allowed to screw it up a little bit. <laughs> Think that we weren't recording off of this computer. Really. <laughs> the computer just totally died on us. They found Dusty the Cat, they searched him, and they ended up... Why are you talking about Dusty the Cat? <laughs> because... We're talking is... about mood. Yeah, <laughs> Dusty the Cat person. was something they talked about at TED. Do we even address that... It, it's um... a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dusty the Cat was found by the people of 4chan, and they brought the owner to justice, and he got jail time or something. I think he was a minor, so he got like some, a little bit of time in juvie and community <laughs> service hours. 
but that just shows how powerful this group is, that they can find a random person on the internet based on only his face and find this kid and track him down. How did you guys segue all the way from really? Moot being an influential person to 4chan? Because to 4chan Moot founded was... 4chan, and well, this is just stuff that 4chan has done. Did we... Did we... So... <laughs> okay. Did we even address what he was talking at? Yeah, he mentioned Dusty the Cat. It was one of the things he was talking about. Well, what we were talking about was Moot was being a... Um, Advocate for uh, an, an anonymity, but he also talked about other things which about is fortune in general. When you're being anonymous for our yeah. less, <laughs> I mean, you have. <laughs> he talked about. <laughs> he also talked about how here's the number: seven million unique users. How they uh, there's seven hundred thousand posts every day. They to the other started rickrolling. <laughs> they started uh, rickrolling. They started lolcats. And it's really, it's, 4chan is just unfiltered and unmoderated, and there are people who will ban you or get rid of your post if it's like something you illegal did. or something, uh, but... You got banned. I got banned once, but if it's illegal or something, you can get banned for that. But for the most part, it's just unfiltered, and it's really a good thing when you have a bunch of anonymous, unfiltered people, because you get really raw, really true postings. Uh, let's introduce our next, next topic here. Uh, if I actually had the topic list up. But, uh, MTV. Uh, MTV. They're this taking, is, I think this is funny. Uh, let they're Brandon. They're taking down their logo for uh, music television since they are no longer actual music television anymore. Mm -hmm. The MTV logo, which they've had <sighs> since, their, since they started as a channel, where it's the MTV and it says music television, is losing the music television part. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because of Jersey Shore, because basically. Because Jersey Shore and the likes are all you really see. You can pretty much turn it on any time other than 3 in the morning. It's kind of And ironic. it's not about music. Isn't that you know, I remember when music television actually played music. <laughs> yeah, well, that was... Oh my uh, god. They had I know. shows about news and music in the news and... If you tell us, <laughs> if you tell that to younger kids, they'll be they'll blow their mind. Like, oh my god, music, we are these music younger television kids that would be mind blown. Uh, ironically, Jersey Shores that was beating up the beat beat down the music. Horrible pun there. For <laughs> uh, those of you who don't know, uh, they've one of the themes of Jersey Shore was that they beat back the beat when they were dancing. And now they've literally beat the beat out, out of, of music television. I mean, there's more than just Jersey Shore, but Jersey Shore was one of the leading factors in them no longer having music television as their name. <laughs> Stripping down on us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't have a video feed, thank God, because we have Syndrome over here pulling off his jacket and his shirt coming with it <laughs> in the studio. I think I have it. Ooh, autosave. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God for autosave. Our entire show notes were on the crashed computer. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's the next topic here, uh, You want to go with the uh, laser? All right. This is just cool. Oh, got it. Um, there's a basically an airborne laser zaps in-flight missile is the headline of this article. And you can read this on CNET. And it was a laser mounted on the front of an airplane. And this laser is huge. It's, it's like, a huge laser. It's like a five foot high five foot it's a laser. Huge, yeah. And they've used it to zap a missile out of the sky while they're both in flight. Which is great for missile defense and stuff. 
and I mean Reagan talked about having a laser and missile defense system. It's also the most manliest thing. <laughs> no. The most manliest way to take down a la- <laughs> missile is <laughs> obviously by shooting it with a laser. Laser. Oh, I'm going to uh, mount a freaking laser on my plane. <laughs> I'm on my 747. Go into the freaking missile and just shoot lasers at it. I'm that t- is. I'm gonna take my jumbo jet. If you look at the photo, you guys can't see it, but. If you look at the photo, this is the laser, and the entire jumbo jet is taken up by what takes what it by takes. What it. the laser? Yeah, the, what the, what the makes up the laser? Mechanism for the laser, which I, I just think this is really cool. It might actually serve a purpose one day to save lives, which is always good. But <laughs> yeah, it's always it good. Always it's always good, good to save lives. But I mean, this is just really cool. I'd love to be working on the team that's designing this thing because it must have just been a fantastic feeling to see the. What see their work exploded as uh, in front of their eyes from this giant laser. Uh, okay. <laughs> as you guys all know, we are recording this on Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's Day. <laughs> and this is going to Sintron, our ladies' man. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> totally. Basically, none of us really like Valentine's Day because... No one likes you should You should love day. your spouse every day. Well, every some day. Uh, girls like that. Uh, you should love your spouse every day, that, yeah. honestly. But it's just a... You don't it's need a, a special it's really, day for really a hallmark holiday. Where the point of it is to go out and spend money. Which it, is yeah. every holiday, it seems. And or commit suicide because <laughs> this is the know, number one, one day. girl in chemistry dumps you. Yeah. Uh, actually, suicides are higher on Valentine's Day than any other day of the year, which I think is hilarious. It, it's I'm surprised there hasn't been a movie made about suicides. <laughs> on the, uh, uh, there was well, one about there Christmas. There's a new movie on Valentine's <laughs> Day uh, that came out today. But, uh,. Yeah, there's also that movie Valentine's Day that's coming out with like 80 stars in it or whatever. Yeah, that's where my uh, Pope's one. It's oh, got like went to see like that George Lopez and stuff. I don't know. It's got a lot of yeah, a lot people, of people in it. In there. It's got like Jessica Alba and stuff. Which, uh, if you're listening to this, please don't tell me you took your date to see Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. It's first of all, that's so cliched, and secondly, <laughs> is the movie even going to be very good? It's cliched, my sir, because it works. You should go watch Repo Man. <laughs> you should watch Repo Man. Which is about a man who uh, comes after you if you don't have your money for your organs, and he what? gets a heart transplant, and hey. they <laughs> come after him. Which, since Valentine's Day is all about the heart, right? <laughs> it's all about the heart. You know. See Repo Man, yeah. and it's also just probably one of the better movies out there. At least so, to uh, hang quote out. Quote that video I showed. Could you all the single people want to? Make sure that all the couples have been uh, run over by a bus. <laughs> uh, I wish I had that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a bus. <laughs> Valentine's yes. Day is the day that you wish every happy couple would just get hit by a bus. Because you're a plan unhappy existence. You know, <laughs> to get back at those couples, you must plan, yeah, plan an orgy and then brag about it to your to your spoused up oh, friends. I thought this said interesting, uh, or incest videos. It says interesting videos. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah, let's <laughs> not get on the topic of incest videos. <laughs> <laughs> let's destroy away from that one. Um, interesting videos. Uh, this week we have, we are, uh, promoting Shmo, Shmo Yo, which Shmo is, Yo uh, Ho. <laughs> Which it's this whole a channel on YouTube. They make a series called Auto Tune the News, and if you've ever heard T Pain, 
T-Pain uses a auto-tune, which is uh, when... The most horrible thing that's ever... <laughs> if you can't sing, you use auto-tune. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the T-Pain app on the iPhone that auto-tunes your voice, I mean, you could use it for, like, for the lols and just be like... Which was supposed to be our... <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be our... <laughs> little podcast we gonna name. We were going to name our podcast for the lols, but that's already taken, so... Yes. little shout-out to the guys that beat us to it. Yeah. Go listen to For Congrats the Lols, because I guys. like the name. Yes, we are promoting For the Lols now. You beat us by one month. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, the auto-tune is a good segue into our next... Uh, for We Are the World Haiti. Uh, where T Pain right. and tons of other artists uh, sang. Including Miley Cyrus. Including uh-huh. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, also known as Jailbait. <laughs> <laughs> and like Justin Bieber, who's popular and he's like popular with younger audiences as well. Why that was a good segue is because while listening to it, we heard T Pain singing. And it was auto tuned. His in the solo song. was auto tuned. Which is great. Then uh, We Are the World was something they did like 25 years ago for Africa and it was written by Michael Jackson this is a big deal they had like some 40 stars or something like that singing on it but now they have it for the new one it's 81 or 85 I've heard different numbers as you can see we haven't done too much research onto this particular topic but yeah, we didn't really care there's yeah, there's a lot of stars in it some of them are fairly relevant to today's world and you've got I mean Cobb Kanye West was on there, T-Pain, as we said. Lil Wayne did a cover of Bob Dylan's vocal solo, which was interesting because he's not Bob Dylan at all. <laughs> but it was it, the song was still pretty good. It's worth a listen. Uh, okay. Um, all the money they raise off the song is all going to go towards Haiti, which... Yeah, good cause. Good, good cause. cause. Yeah. Gotta give them their <laughs> props here. Okay, uh, our next... I don't know how we're going to segue out of... Haiti. Well, before... Speaking of disasters, Google Buzz! <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was about to actually say, before we get on to uh, our gaming segues, let's, uh, segues. Gaming, uh, Cintron, you're on. Well, well, Google Buzz is a social integration and messaging tool that Google has made. That into makes, Gmail. That always makes me think of black people whenever I hear integration. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice Whenever word association. <laughs> yeah, it's not We're a large... We're already like... <laughs> Google Buzz is not a large percent of the Gmail database has it right now, but it's kind of like a Facebook thing for your Gmail. No one really knows what's going on with it. I mean, they just released Google Waves beta not too long ago. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like if Facebook made it with Twitter, because you can, like, follow people. Yeah, you, it's like a Twitter-Facebook thing for Gmail. But who has that many Gmail contacts that they're following them there and not just on their Facebooks? And, I mean, Google Wave is still in development. I mean, the Google Nexus 1 was the phone Google just released. How many projects does Google have, and how much advertising is are they all getting? I mean, Google's be. just trying to be, like, a... Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's still no Google gaming system. When's that one coming? Yeah, there should be a, a gaming console. It's just white. It has Google on the side. Game. It's just gonna be called the Goo Game, and it's gonna play every console's games. It's gonna Google play Plus. Xbox. It's gonna play PlayStation. <laughs> you can like hook it up to your Wii for motion control. Yeah, but um, that would be 
<laughs> but I mean, with, the, with Google Buzz, I don't really know what's going on. They're kind of shoving it down our throats with this one because it's just That's given to you. Well, yeah, you log on to Gmail and, and then they shove it down your it's throat. It's just given to you. Okay, can we stop it with that particular phrase? <laughs> shove it down their throats. Some I'm of our uh, minded viewers would. Uh... I'm referring and to food. <laughs> I don't even have mind. anyone on my. Google I've never buzz. had anyone shove food down my throat before. Like, <laughs> I'm one of the people who has gotten Google Buzz, and I don't really know what to do with it because <laughs> no one has posted anything on here. I've not posted anything on here. Well, you only have like one follower, and that's right. <laughs> I only have a couple followers. Is it like Tom? No. <laughs> You're no, one follower. Uh, it's a couple from of my MySpace. real life friends, but. I don't really know what it's used for, to tell you the truth. There's very little information on it. I mean, look how small this is. <laughs> yeah, it, there's not much information. The Wikipedia article is like three three paragraphs long. Yeah. Which, we're not, and it's not condoning the use of Wikipedia for a legitimate news source. Well, uh, but yeah. we're looking for something. I yes. actually want to challenge the viewers to something. Uh... Listeners. 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 <laughs> well, they are viewing the podcast. They're website, viewing the bar going across <laughs> the street. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean, one of our friends, has uh, kind of proposed something to me. Instead of saying that's what she said, it would be just like my ex wife. So uh, <laughs> try to see how many different things we have said today can be used as just like my ex wife. Like. <laughs> Look how small that thing is. <laughs> just like my ex-wife. It got shoved down our throats. Just like my ex-wife. <laughs> well, they have to find it themselves. Don't give them too many examples. Oh. So Those that's your challenge for the ones. week, listeners. But yeah, I mean, I have Google Wave. I got in on that. That took me forever to get into. And I've literally searched the internets for people who have it. Multiple I've got four internet. friends. I have four friends, and two of them were added by Google itself. <laughs> so I've got one friend who I invited and Sagar, who's the man who invited me, and I just got that invite through Twitter, so I don't really know him personally. Sagar. And I mean Google Wave seems really cool, but there's no one on it. And I feel like that's a little bit of a problem with Buzz is until it's explained to us, Maybe we're not we gonna know what like the hell to do. I mean Google need Google's like it's expanding out to do all these other things, but they're not getting the publicity about it. They're, or they are getting some publicity. I mean, look, we're giving them publicity right now, but well, well they're <laughs> advertising it on Google. Right, yeah, they're advertising it on Google. That's, that's and about the best place to advertise. <laughs> I mean, if you go to Google.com for a while, on Google.com there was a big thing that said Google Nexus One, and the phone sold pretty well considering they never had a commercial, they never really promoted it because. How many thousands of people go to Google I every think hour? Google's the only per, like company. company that would be able to advertise on their own products. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and do really well. But I mean, they like, just what if Mac did that? Hey, my iPhone. <laughs> what if, if Microsoft? You had, oh, that's what if awesome. Microsoft did that? If, like <laughs> every time you bought you Windows, advertise yeah. the next version of Windows. <laughs> hey, buy this. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I like Google. Google's products seem to be really good. I use Gmail. It's my main mail account. I use... I use Google Chrome. I mean, it's pretty fast. Dude. Google Chrome. I mean, they have their own web browser now. It's a great browser. But all in all, I just... I'm really trying to figure out what what they're hoping to do with Buzz. Because I don't think they want to dethrone Facebook. And they already have Google Orcut, which is their own their own social media tool. So I'm, I'm just trying to figure out 
how much effort is going into this and whether or not this is going to ever be a big thing. I think thing. they're just trying to make Google an actual community instead of just... Maybe. A it, I would I would definitely not object if I could get my Facebook style website, my Gmail, Twitter, and my, my and Twitter feed and all one. into one web well, yeah. like If they could engine, import I mean, your Facebook things. Yes. But then they'd have to strike some kind of deal with Facebook, which if they're competing right now... That would probably be either extremely expensive or never happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're going to try and do a social media thing, they're going to be competing. And Twitter, I don't want to call it competing with Twitter, because Twitter's not made a cent yet. There's not an advertisement on any of Twitter's pages, which I actually love Twitter for that. they They don't advertise on their sites. And you don't have to pay to use it, which is great, you know, but they're not making any money. There's no, you don't have to pay to get an account, if, even if you're a business. So I cannot figure out what's going on with. Just Google. With um, <laughs> Twitter trying to make money and with them being competitive. But now Google's getting into this market, and are they going to be making money off of it? Or what? I mean, Gmail, they make money because those little advertisements where, the, where it reads your mail and comes up with an ad, which is. Some people think it's evasive. I don't mind because it's just a bot that looks for keywords. They don't even cache the results, and it's already saved to their server anyway. So if they wanted to access your mail, they could do that because it's on their server. Any other uh, server could do that as well. Gonna have to cut you off there. We've been spending a lot of time on Google here. <laughs> We've talked for like eight minutes on Google. <laughs> okay. Uh, All hail the Google. Oh, bow down to Google. <laughs> Let's just bow down. <laughs> what do you need? Google can get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are going to get some... <laughs> so, Google, I use Yahoo! <laughs> You're listening to the wrong show! <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century! <laughs> okay, uh, Bioshock 2. Alright, Bioshock 2. I am the only one here who's played this game. I played the first one. I have yet to own uh, the second one. I've heard great things about it. I like it. I love the art style for both games, where it's kind of like a 1930s world that time forgot, underwater. They both look great. The second one is beautiful. Everything, every shadow, every shader, everything is just gorgeous. I it's ask you great a question. to look at. Where does it pick up from the first one? It's ten years after the first game. I don't want to spoil anything for those who haven't played. So Basically, means... you more or less help something in the first game, and you come back, and the world's gone back to hell. Things are, are well, just as bad great. as they've ever been. <laughs> Even though you helped this, the, the uh, always have to go to hell. It's a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's well, just count the, the crochets. <laughs> well, yeah, that is a no. <laughs> the only game that has not gone to hell. No, I don't think that's true. I was about to say Katamari, <laughs> <laughs> but the whole world rolled up in a no. ball and Katamari, so <laughs> that doesn't really count. But yeah, Bioshock is kind of like the world's gone to hell underwater and bejeweled. They, How about that? <laughs> bejeweled. Bejeweled. Yes. <laughs> But Bejeweled is the only game. <laughs> it's an individual. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bioshock 2 is it's great so far. I'm only a few mi- a few hours into the game, but I'm really enjoying it. For those of you who played Bioshock 1, definitely recommend it. For those of you who haven't played Bioshock 1 yet, go play it. It's fantastic. The story was amazing. Probably one of the best stories I've ever played in a game. Now, what is that? That's in Bioshock 2 right that there. Is, that's Bio, Bioshock 2 is just... He's showing me a picture of Bioshock I, 2. It's I, really gorgeous. Yeah, I it's don't think you should have visuals. It's also a lot harder than the first podcast. one. The first game, every time you died, you got reset back to a Vita chamber, which is still what happens in the second one, but now enemies, when you go back, they get their health back too. Oh, so they like respawn or something? They kind of... It's kind of like a respawn, but in the first game, you could fight a big daddy, and you didn't even have to use a health back. 
because you could get half his health down on one health bar, and then you'd die, you come back out, and he'd still have half health, and you could just kill him that way. Which, there was people who complained about that, uh, one person who really pointed that out was Yahtzee Croshaw, <laughs> who's a game reviewer who kind of just points out the flaws of everything. Yes. He pointed out how it Yahtzee. wasn't scary at all because there was no challenge to the By game. Way, uh, his, uh, little view, the videos are, uh, zero punctuation, if you want to go check that yeah, out. Yeah, go check those out, they're fun. That entire website where, uh, Yahtzee works is <clears throat> Escapist. extremely... Escapist magazine. Yes, it's awesome. It's <laughs> a lot of gaming fun to be had on that website. But, um... Uh, humor itself. Yeah, Bioshock 2 is just... That's my... I threw this in the uh, show notes for you today because... Be weird I just really game, am recommending it. If you had a game where when you died, you died. Like, that was it. Well, there are... <laughs> there are especially the older console games. They especially didn't actually the NES. have saves. You lost, and you went back to the beginning. It was die, no continues, or often, like, if they had a password, it was, you might as well start over. The password was, <laughs> the like, password was 40 characters long. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, 40 characters long and had uppercase and lowercase letters. It was quicker just to play back to the point in the game. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... That would be interesting. Yeah, that, uh, it's saves are good, so... Well, it might be fun just for the frustration factor if you went back to the beginning. I think we'd all get tired of that pretty quick. Yes. Um, uh, there's something I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about the future of gaming, what gaming has become over... All right. Big thing we're going to throw out here right now is 3D. Everything is coming in 3D now from... You can buy 3D TVs. Avatar was the... Avatar was great Biggest hit of the year. Biggest hit since Titanic. And well, it's yeah. <laughs> partially due to the amazing 3D. If you haven't partially seen Avatar... Due, it was made by the same guy who made it. Yeah. If you haven't seen Avatar, see it. The, see it in 3D IMAX because the visuals are great. It's if just you really, seen really well done. Okay, you <laughs> stop uh, humping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, see it. It's been around for a uh, stroke Avatar for a bit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the story was cliche, but the, the visuals are great. So, I mean, everything right now is about 3D. And about how you can buy a television that can do this new 3D technology called Real D, which is what Avatar uses. Well, have you heard that they're they're thinking of making it a theater so that you can watch sports in the theater, and then it would be like watching it in 3D. So it'd be like a, a sideline shot, and you could be watching this the game in 3D. Oh yeah, no, uh, at uh, the Consumer Electronics Show this year, which was in last month. They had demos of a lot of PlayStation 3 games in 3D, which were apparently really, really good. But this brings you to a point of, if you walk to a party, and you guys are going to be hanging out and watching a movie, I'd feel like an idiot if I walked in and some guy was like, oh, here's your 3D glasses. It's <laughs> the point where I leave. Well, like, it, the realism know. gets boring after, the, after a while. There's uh, something called the Uncanny Valley. If you guys... Some of the gamers might know of this. The Uncanny Valley is on one side of the valley. It's well, this guy named uh, Daniel Floyd, or his YouTube name goes Caritham. 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 He explains this really well. He's he does tons of uh, rants on video games. Anyway, the Uncanny Valley is when on one side you have the gritty realism and how you know picturesque everything is. Games like then, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, stuff like that. And then on the other side, you have 
all the cartoony games like Mario, where you don't get frustrated. Team Fortress Two. That's yeah. an awesome game. Team Fortress Two is fantastic. But both of them are really good games. Modern Warfare Two and Team Fortress Two. I'm more of a Team Fortress guy personally, but yeah, they're both great yeah. games. But there's a balance to find in a lot of aspects. Like in Team Fortress Two, where there's blood spraying everywhere. Is balanced back out by the fact that it looks cartoony. It looks cartoony, and it's when you die, your body parts are shattered all over. And in, it's more hilarious than gory. It's funny, and, yeah. They make it funny and they make it fun. And really, I think the cartoony games can be more fun, and when they don't take themselves too seriously. But then Bioshock is not possible. It's very, very fictional, but it's realistic looking, and the art style is very gritty, very realistic. It's, just, it's like immersive. It's like, and but that immerses you really well. Same with Half Life Two, my all time favorite game. Half Life Two is awesome. I mean, Half Life Two is my all time favorite game. It was. It balanced the absolutely unrealistic opening a portal to another world, and then having a bunch of people in <laughs> the combine come through, and, and at the same time it looked realistic, and it was a really fun experience. So it's about finding a balance sometimes. Sometimes it's about going all one way or all the other. That can also work, but it's that's going to be something they're going to consider in the future, especially as graphics engines get really, really good. Well, back to the, the, the 3D thing. I mean, I would like to note that Nintendo did the 3D thing on the NES. Remember Rad Racer? Like, oh my god, they press, did. If you press select, they, ha- they came with 3D glasses and you can play in 3D. They also tried it with a Virtual Boy, which was a failed console oh, that gave you a headache. That was a terrible console. <laughs> that is like a torture device. <laughs> just mounted just to your stare face. at it and get a headache. How do you even put that thing on? It was like a strap you put on your head and it was, you, you need to duct tape like, it to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's the. Uh, so, Unless I mean, you're laying you got, on your stomach with it pressed yeah, against the it's ground. Three, the thing with 3D is it's you got to have the glasses. you got to have some kind of device. And is that really <laughs> comfortable? No. Yeah, you got to make it so that it doesn't give you a headache. And you got to make it so that... you got to make it so that it's not the red and blue ones. Because the red and blue ones are too cheesy. It discolors and the game. It discolors the game. And it doesn't even look that good. Mm-hmm. Coraline... Uh, for a point, Coraline the movie looked pretty good with the red and green glasses. But it was all dark. It was like, but it w- it was a very dark film. It was so very. They didn't have to worry everywhere. about colors being distorted yeah. too much because it was very gray. But um, I don't know. It's it's a topic to think about. Is how games are gonna have to start coming out in two different dimensions. Well, it's gonna <laughs> be like we're we're bridging dimensional gaps now with and, video and, gaming. It'll be like Half Life. 3 2D Half-Life 3 3D. Yeah. What where does the where does it stop? It probably be Half-Life it? 3D rather than Half-Life 3 3. Oh, that would oh, don't don't take the spy kids route with Half-Life. Don't even do that. You're ruining my Half-Life. It would just be Half-Life 2 or 3 or Half-Life episode 3. Whatever they're going to do with it, and then just have a 3D option most likely. Like they have a widescreen and a standard screen. Yeah, because plus you have a lot of most things can't do the kind of 3D that you have right now with Avatar and with this technology like that. Most televisions and computer screens cannot do that. It's a polarized image, and it's ridiculous how they do it. Like if you look at the Avatar glasses, they're actually the same color. Yeah. But if you look at yourself in a mirror wearing them, close one eye, and one lens is visible and the other one's darkened, other eye and vice versa. This so is the worst idea ever. <laughs> the technology <laughs> is amazing. But is it expensive? Yeah. It's going to cost a lot of money to make that transition. Yeah. With, like, HDTVs, when they came out, no one got them. Well, yeah, you're going to have but to now, make... now, who buys an SDTV? Unless it's, like, a four-inch screen for your room. Well, 
who has a four-inch screen in your room? <laughs> I mean, come on, I have two big TVs in my room. <laughs> but even then, they're not. They're old television. They're well, not one of HD. them's not working. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, a, I mean, a TV from the '70s can only work for so long. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's all of our <laughs> topics, actually. Um, yeah. well, actually, no, we have one more thing to get to, which is Facebook's new layout. Oh, wow, that's... Facebook's yeah. new layout. When I first opened up Facebook and saw that, I was like, really? I was like, well, do you need to change it again? They just changed it like a couple months ago or yeah, something. It does feel like they just changed it not long ago. Um, it's They're trying to make it better every time, which arguably it is getting better. Well, yeah, the notifications but thing is in a more obvious place than all the way notifications scrolling. place. Notifications probably the nicest it's ever been. Yeah, it's all the way up at the top. And it doesn't mess up when you have too many notifications. Like, before, if you had too many notifications, it would go off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't actually read your notifications. So, it was, it's nicer, actually, this time around. But there's going to be a backlash every single time they changed it. Same thing with MySpace. Every time they changed it, there's 50,000 groups out there about, oh, bring back our Facebook and do this to get your Facebook back. Well, but, really, you, you got to change. You got to adapt. Because one day Facebook's not even going to be relevant anymore. One day Facebook is going to be obsolete and we're all going to be on well, maybe Google Facebook. Buzz. Yeah, maybe we'll be on <laughs> Google Buzz and make a complete transition. I'm just watching this fight scene, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they just both ripped off their shirts and they're already oiled up and fighting. Horribly. This has nothing to do with the show. I'm sorry. Well, it may be a, intrigued me. It may be a cliche fight scene, but I mean... Cliche fight scene. Well, yeah, there's tons of cliche fight scenes. Like, um, have, you see, have you seen the one in Commando? With, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, if he's ever in a fight scene. No. <laughs> the worst people who ever make fight scenes is any movie with da uh, someone Seagal. I forgot his name. Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal. <laughs> he is the worst. Arnold Seagal. <laughs> I don't know, this is an odd topic, but yeah, I mean, uh, fight scenes. Uh, yeah, uh, it They're, is nerdy. I, Everyone loves a good fight scene. My favorite fight scene is the one in Indiana Jones where he's the swordsman is flailing the sword <laughs> and he around. He pulls out the gun and just shoots he him. Just shoots him. He that went back and just Why fight him if you don't need to? That fight ended in yep. two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, have we got anything else? No, that's it. Um, that's actually it for today. Thanks for bearing with all the mess and yeah, misconduct the that of was all of this the, episode. Kind of bad. Yeah, and the, the cacophony of us all talking at once and learning <laughs> what we're doing here. But uh, we had a lot of fun today, so we'll see I'm gonna, you next week. Gonna Let's, go ahead and uh, say you can email us at also the game podcast at gmail.com. There's no punctuation, just also the game, one word at gmail.com. Also the game podcast. Sorry. If you want to put comments up, if you want to. Post suggestions for stories or something? Uh, you can email that to us. Yeah, we go every yeah. week on Saturday or Sunday, depending on how busy we all are. Yeah, we actually have lives, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, we do more than just sit around and read these stories. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even well, seem like we even did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sintron, sign us off. So this is Sintron. I'm Dylan Swart. And I'm Brandon. And, and uh, thanks for listening, thanks for listening to us. And thanks for uh, viewing. <laughs> thanks for viewing the podcast. And we'll uh, see, we'll you, next see week. you next week.